welcome to our Lent podcast. And today we'll be looking at 2 Samuel 6 verses 1 through 15. David again brought together all the able young men of Israel, 30,000. He and all his men went to Bala in Judah to bring up from there the Ark of God, which is called by the name the name of the Lord Almighty, who is enthroned between the cherubim on the ark. They set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it from the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill. Uzzah and Aiah, sons of Abinadab, were guiding the new cart with the ark of God on it, and Aiah was walking in front of it. David and the whole house of Israel were celebrating with all their might before the Lord with castanets, harps, lyres, timbrels, sistrums, and cymbals. When they came to the threshing floor at Nacon, Uzzah reached out and took hold of the ark of God because the oxen stumbled. The Lord's anger burned against Uzzah because of his irreverent act. Therefore, God struck him down and he died there beside the ark of God. Then David was angry because the Lord's wrath had broken out against Uzzah, and to this day that place is called Perez Uzzah. David was afraid of the Lord that day and said, How can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? He was not willing to take the ark of the Lord to be with him in the city of David. Instead, he took it to the house of Obed-Edom, the Giddite, the ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed-Edom the Giddite for three months, and the Lord blessed him and his entire household. Now King David was told, The Lord has blessed the household of Obed-Edom and everything he has because of the ark of God. So David went to bring up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David with rejoicing. When those who were carrying the ark of the Lord had taken six steps, he sacrificed a bull and a fattened calf. Wearing a linen ephod, David was dancing before the Lord with all his might, while he and the entire house of Israel were bringing up the ark of the Lord with shouts and the sound of trumpets. I really love First and Second Samuel, maybe because it's narrative, so it reads like a story, or maybe because it has one of my favourite Bible characters in there, a big actor playing a big part in the story of God. God revealing more of who he is through the lives of broken, ordinary people, using individuals to fulfill his purposes in the world. I, I specifically love this part of the story. You'll see why in a minute. David is now king, and he's attempting to bring the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem. He, uh, the city of David, he, he plans this big return event. It's all going well. And then all of a sudden, the oxen stumble and Uzzah dies just for touching the ark. Eugene Peterson talks about this being a, a little more nuanced. Um, mainly Uzzah or uh, Peterson intimates or us sometimes getting too familiar with God, domesticating God, thinking you uh, or I or we can control God, where he will do for you this or he'll do 
that for you. Anyway, David retreats and comes back three months later with a different approach. Peterson says this, and I quote, Walking is our normal mode of locomotion. But when we're beside ourselves with love, charged with excess of meaning, shaken out of preoccupation with ourselves, we dance. David danced. If David had been merely carrying out his religious duties or conducting a political ceremony, he would have walked in solemn procession before the ark, leading it to Jerusalem with dignity. But this was no duty. He wasn't using God to give dignity Jerusalem. He was worshipping. End quote. This procession of worship, or act of worship, if you like, was extravagant, purposeful, intentional, and deliberate. And yes, this next quote is something you're probably, you've probably all heard before. Neil has said this so many times and in so many places, so many different places. And uh, I can't resist really quoting Neil, which of course is a quote from Eugene Peterson. Peterson says this about worship, and I quote, Religion, religious sites, religious occasions, is a breeding ground for joyful openness to God. We're never wholly ourselves until we open before God, attending to the reality of God, responding to the action of God in us, receiving the word of God for us. Worship is the strategy by which we interrupt our preoccupation with ourselves and attend to the presence of God. Worship is the time and place that we assign for deliberate attentiveness to God, not because he's confined to time and place, but because our self-importance is so insidiously relentless that if we don't deliberately interrupt ourselves regularly, we have no chance of attending to him at all, at other times and in other places. End quote. Something to ponder today. Will you interrupt yourself today and attend to the presence of God? Will you spend time in wonder, in worship of the Maker who loves you? Will you interrupt yourself today and attend to the presence of God? Will you spend time in wonder, in worship of the Maker who loves you? Dear Lord Jesus, please help me to leave behind the continuous focus I have on me and my stuff. Help me, Jesus, to look at you with wonder, with adoration, with praise of you and for you today. Amen.